morning, Lisa. Good morning, Eric. So today you wanted to uh, talk about, you felt really strongly to talk about um, how to adjust with each other as newlyweds and handle the first year or two that's really hard because you're learning to adjust to one another. Yes. And um, I just want to focus on that one because I know there's a lot of newlyweds right now that um having a hard time adjusting um because you're hmm, it's so hard to speak english you know but i will try my very best it's just that i noticed that um the first year that you 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 know you and your husband are together or the first two years this is the hardest one it's like a trials to both of you yeah because it's a trials that um in that that one year if you pass that one um you know you'll be uh happy and then you get oh we passed one year we didn't get divorced we didn't get mad at each other or be like that because um so you're saying hold on hold on yeah decisions yet huh? it's because that the whole year that you you will know each other i know you dated for six months or nine months or um our parents always said go on a date first for six months or nine months before so before you marry that guy or before you marry that lady you know it's because you have to get to know each other first but then for that six months you really didn't know each other because maybe um someone is hiding their true feelings or hiding their true attitudes their personality is hiding it from you because he or she wanted to marry you but then when you get married there goes it shows it shows who really you are it's kind of like oh i didn't know that he's a monster i didn't know that she is a uh mini head she just like to swear at me or she just like to to demand this and demand that you know because mm-hmm. for that you know and then oh i didn't know that he eats like that you know he, i didn't know filipinos eat with their hands <laughs> yes so it'd be like what well, i yeah so adjusting it's like um it's just so hard you know because i didn't know that he's a taiwan i didn't know that she is a taiwan i didn't know this and then when we date so when we did we did that show our true personalities and that this year uh the year will be like every day every hour that you're together you're showing who through you uh who you truly uh through yeah. you are and that's what and then be like you're so shocked because that's why we dated for six months that's why we dated for nine months because uh, we want to know, get to know each other. Yes. But it wasn't. It's just like, um, oh, it's like a continuation of that dating. It is. It's it a continuation. And then this is how, and now you're showing your true, your true colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm brown, you're white, so I'm... The true colors. Yes. <laughs> I'm showing you my true brown yeah, colors. I'm sure that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. So your true you you know personality personality, you're showing it to and then there's a lot of that is why adjusting is like you know oh i didn't know that he is like this i didn't know that she's like this but the thing is that 
the thing is that you really don't know each other, even though you went on a date. Yeah. You don't know really. You you just didn't know. But because you get married and you, you're really sure that he is my, you know, my love, my companion for eternity, and I want to be with him, and I want to be with her. It's quite a gamble, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a gambling and be like and then here comes you you cry and did i made a mistake why did i marry him i didn't know that you know yeah. and then you'll be like mom dad i made a mistake i married someone all i thought that he will be my companion for eternity but um and then the parents will go oh it's just because you have to get to know first you know uh hang on you learn a lot of things. It's you and him. You just going to adjust to each other. And then um, by learning that for every day, every hour, every minute that you'll be with your husband or your wife, yeah. you're learning a lot of things that you don't know before. But because of those things, you now you know how to handle it. You know, you'll be like adjusting each other. Oh, yes. And then, but... Truly is that listening is very important and doing it. And um, if you listen to him and he listens to you and then, oh, what did he wants me to do? What, um, what can I do for him? And what can I do? It's like, even though that um, you have argument and then one of you will shout and say, I didn't know that you are like that. I do not know that, that, um, why you didn't show me before when we're dating? Yeah. So I won't marry you, you know? Yeah. And then you get angry and you be like, um, you throwing stuff or be like, um, and now you figure it out who you, uh, your husband or your, you married with, yeah. you know? And it's like this guy, you discouraged because I thought that he or she is really for me. And but the thing is though, Eric, uh, you're a therapist. You're um, how how will you help the newlywed to go longer and to understand each other? And um, this is my question: is that so that they can't they don't want to be separate because it's only a year. They have to stand. They have to be together because for that years you have trials. You have bad things happen to you, the two of you, because you're adjusting your all your attitudes, your personalities, and then sometimes newlyweds cannot do it. They cannot stay together while they're Be adjusting. Yeah, while they're adjusting because it's too much for them because they're blaming themselves and it's so they're blaming that. I wish I didn't marry that guy. I wish I didn't marry her. I didn't know she'd be like, um, with you as a therapist, how are you going to help them that they can be like, love each other and all those trials is only for, you know, to yeah, know each other, you know, to get to I, know each other? I would say the first thing is to never allow somebody to treat you any different than you would allow a stranger to treat you. Mm -hmm. So if you wouldn't allow a stranger to yell at you or cuss at you or belittle you, you don't need to allow your spouse to do that. So if your spouse is doing those things, 
you can exit the conversation and leave mm -hmm. if you need to go away for a while if you need to go stay at a friend's mm -hmm. you can do that too now you, you want to let them know that you still care about them that you're not leaving them because some people can go into a real panic and it really hurts them because they think you're leaving them forever mm -hmm. um so what would you say so hey i love you but i don't allow people to yell at me i don't it doesn't matter if they're my spouse or mm -hmm. a stranger or a coworker or a boss. I don't allow people to yell at me. So I'm going to leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back. Uh -huh. We can talk about this again tomorrow. But right now I'm going to leave. Not just yelling though. Sometimes some spouses are putting their hands on their spouse. Oh yeah. Because yeah. they want them to control them. Yes. Yeah. I don't. You know, I mm -hmm. don't allow people to hit me. Yeah. You're going to need to leave for a while. But in a heated argument when somebody's mad, you can't ask them to leave. They're not going to do it. So the best option is for you to leave. And let him come down. Let him figure it out. Yeah. And if somebody hit you, you might have to leave and, and stay with somebody else for a little bit. Do you know it's not just a uh, husband that hits the wives it's also the wife too that's very true yeah and um that's um and then there's a martyr husband too all i yeah. thought it's only wives that's martyr but it's also husbands and this is what i'm going to tell our children um before they get married i will talk to the you know the um boyfriends or yeah. girlfriend or, or boyfriends i'll tell them and I'll say, I took care of my my child. I prepared my child for you to get married. I taught her how to clean, um, cook, and I prepared her for you to, you know, so that you can get marry her. But I don't want you to lay hands on her or talk you or say, say, I didn't raise my kid up to, and take care of my kids so you could beat them. Yeah, because, yes, because I already, everything, you know, to uh, when she was born until she's going to get married, I did all of that things. And I prepared it for you. And then you're just going to hit my daughter or you're just going to yell at my daughter. It's not going to be like, you know, nope. I'm not gonna I'm not going to let you do that. It's just because you're not the one who took care of that kid. You don't have no right to do that because remember um remember when God said that um we're from he took one rib from Adam? Yeah. So you for so that we have Eve. 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 Yeah. So think about it, guys. You know, all the men in all over the world. If you think about it, that you come from a rib of a man. So it, mu it must be that God wants you to love your wife. Oh, as yourself. Self. Yeah. Yes. Because you yeah, because you say it came from my rib my uh, in adam you know yeah. to create a woman so i have to love him because i love her and give her everything because god made 
women so we can love not to like you know and um we really listen some why are you men have a hard time listening to your wife is it because you're the husband or you because you're you're making money and you provide things stuff in the house and the the wife has to listen to you and you don't listen to wife that's not a good idea you have to listen to each other and listen very well and if the wife says will you change because i did not like your attitude i didn't like what you did can you change and how pride are you guys that yeah. you don't listen to your wife if because the wife doesn't say something that it will hurt you she said that thing because she loves you and she wants you to 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 um be humble, be humble and she she wants you to be happy because um nobody can tell no one can tell what how what happened you can't say you can't tell if you did wrong if you don't if you it's, did it's hard to recognize recognize your, it changes you mm -hmm. need to make it's it's your husband or your wife can see yeah, like you, Lisa. Um, Being married is like holding up a mirror. Yeah, it's kind of like um, cause you can't recognize your own fault. You can't recognize your own mistake. It's only you and your husband knows that. And um, why so is be it humble enough to listen? why yeah why is it so hard for us like how a wife or a husband to to accept it? That's what I'm struggling before too. So I did i didn't know that i made a mistake i didn't know that this is me so and then when i think about it oh yes he's right because he can see he will know if i doing it wrong and and he's the only one who can know because we've been hours minutes together you know every day so nobody will notice it's but you you yeah. know so if and then and then your spouse is telling you what he or she noticed about you and then if you accept it there's a joy you know oh i didn't know that so you'll say and then say oh so can i tell you what i noticed about you also oh see it kind of like give and take you know oh what do you notice about me how will i change it's so easy but the thing is there's a lot of men and women that are so prideful and um just don't want to you know to don't change and you don't want to accept it because it is true though that nobody you don't notice and, and i think sometimes it's not about pride sometimes it's about if you're being really hard on yourself all day and mm -hmm. beating yourself up then you can't have enough space to hear comments from your spouse and you don't want to already beat yourself up so when mm -hmm. your spouse says something it's compounded uh, by all those negative, negative things you things. said to yourself already and so you take it really hard so you need to stop beating yourself up so if your spouse does comment you're not taking it as hard so how did we how did we um when we together for our first marriage, how did we um, end up, um, you know, end up? Uh, well, you you came from a pretty bad 
background Mm -hmm. where people were pretty unkind to you. So even though you don't spend the day beating yourself up, you still heard a lot of negatives throughout your life. Hmm. And so if I say something to you, you don't take it very well Mm -hmm. because people were really cruel. So I can't say, Lisa, this is bad. You need to change that. That's going to break your heart. But you know what I can do? is I can recognize the efforts that you're making and I can recognize all the times you're trying really hard and I can point those out instead. Yes, because I am so sensitive. Yeah. I change a lot though. I don't need to point out your flaws. I can point out your positives. So for example, if there's a little kid that's sitting in a chair and I want him to stay seated, I can either criticize the kid every time he stands up or I can praise the kid when he's sitting down mm-hmm. and I accomplish the same goal. So if I want to help you grow, I don't need to point out your flaws. I can simply look for the strengths that you're doing and point those so out. So even though you notice the the things that the flaws. are flaws and then you just want to be um, nice so that it won't hurt that person yeah because you, you get just hurt like really easy yeah I get so hurt i can easy. just point out your strengths and notice when if i want you for example and this is a bad example because you do really good on the dishes so let's pretend that you suck at dishes uh-huh. and so instead of saying lisa you suck at dishes <laughs> i can wait for the times when you're doing a little bit of dishes even if it's a tiny bit Mm -hmm. and i can say wow lisa thank you this is what that meant to me and i can tell you honest opinion about what it meant Mm -hmm. and then that helps you to grow and it'll help you a lot faster than pointing out your flaws oh because yeah um i just worried about you know the newly web to i just want them to stay together for that year because i know don't give up so quick. yeah learning as a learning um you're just learning your your both of your personalities uh-huh. so for that one year i know that you have you know both of you have flaws that you didn't know before but because of that, um, because of that, it's like um, you're getting um, how do you say progress, progression. You know, mm-hmm. you progress each day that you learn your your both of your uh, personality. You're going to grow, and I said, oh, I know what I'm going to do now. You know, it's like um, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to improve myself, and I'm, I will always show my love to him. You know, and then I know she, he, oh, I notice you, you always appreciate what I do. And it makes my heart so happy. Oh, I did it good. I really did good. It's like, um, you're very nice to me, you know, but I'm what I'm looking for a husband before is that he was going to show me the love because I never had it all my life. And you give it to me every single day, every hour. And I thank you for all the love that you gave me and your family and um, and friends, you know. 
Well, you're pretty loving yourself there, sis. I know, but it's just so <laughs> hard, you know. I don't want to be. I know that um, I want to become a good wife, a good. I want to become a good mother, a grandma, a good uh, daughter-in-law, and a, a good sister-in-law. I want to I be think all everybody those wants family. to do those things. Everybody wants to be a good husband or a good spouse. And it's that's just, part of the reason why it hurts so bad when somebody points out your flaws yeah. because you've already you're already trying so, so hard. hard. And then when the person that you love the most only mentions the things that you mess up on and they fail to mention the good. Uh -huh. It just crushes you. Really? So how about if uh, if you're the spouse is mentioning all all the good things you did and then and then she will add it. Um, you have to things. keep it above a ratio of five to one. And that, that's something yeah. John Gottman did and figured out in his studies um, is that so the mind is going to look at probability and if you've had more criticisms than compliments the next time i see you my mind is going to naturally assume that the next one is going to be a criticism and i'm going to tense up i'm going to prepare myself probably subconsciously and if you say something neutral that really i shouldn't take offense of um, my mind is going to interpret that as a criticism because the last few conversations have been a criticism. So to train the mind to start to look for the positive and it take a positive spin on those neutral statements, you would really have to increase the number of positive statements that you gave me. So it used to be that people thought, well, okay, I'll just stay balanced. I'll do one positive statement for every negative statement. That way, all the neutral statements will be taken as neutral. But when John Gottman uh, did the study to find out if that was true, he found out it was not the case. You have to have five positives to every one negative. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that will be great, though, because, because you're, um, um, that will be like, um, what is that? You make your spouse very happy because it's only one that, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's every five. Five. And it's really unnecessary a lot of criticisms um, because you can just recognize the good and that is sufficient you don't have to point out the negatives almost always now there's the people that say i shouldn't have to praise somebody for something that's expected but you still want to you know make that person happy you know, it's just like, like, like a kid, you know, you praise the kid for doing a really good job by washing the clothes or washing dishes or clean, and they will really want to do it again. While if, you know, even it's a good idea. It's, I a, think it's a good idea. And then some people say, but it's so much work. I'm already doing most <laughs> of the work. And now I have to do the work of praising him and building him up. That seems so unfair. Bigger. It's just if you put that in your mind, though, that um, the negative thing, if negative thinking, if you put that in your mind, though, it's be like um, you're gonna be unhappy. Be unhappy, but if you say, oh, 
I can do this and that. I, yeah, you I know? enjoy building them up. Them. I enjoy loving yeah. them. I enjoy seeing, yeah, seeing them smile. It's, uh, yeah, because it's only just you just praise and you just say something that's nice. Is it hard? It's just like your mouth is moving like this. Um, 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 um. Yes, not hard. It's not hard to say it, you know. It's just your mouth is moving. You're not going to do the work. You're just your mouth saying it. It'd be like, whoa. Yeah, it's just like maybe you can do that to your children too. You always praise them. And then when they do, you know, like Cora said, Mama. I broke your favorite dishes. Uh, what did you do? I broke your mama in half. And I'm sorry. And I said, are you mad at me? And I said, nope. I just wanna, I just very happy that you told me, yeah. you know? And um, you didn't hide. Yep. And then I am keep looking and looking. But um, I'm very happy for your honesty. And that's how I, uh, you know, you know, but don't get mad at the kid or you don't get mad at your spouse. If there's something wrong, it's just like, I am very happy that you told me, you know, I am. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a great conversation. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm. Thank you.